When things are going your way, it's a lot easier to be a great parent. It's those moments when there's conflict that we really struggle to thoughtfully respond and be completely present. In those stressful moments, we generally react, and we react in ways that we're not always proud of. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how our natural parenting styles affect how we react in those chaotic moments, and what you and I can do to be more thoughtful in how we respond when things are feeling chaotic. Hello again, and welcome to Parenting Through Chaos with your favorite podcast hosts, myself, Jonathan, and Joanna. Hey, Joanna. Hey, everyone. We wanted to kick this episode off by providing a little more explanation about what we really mean when we talk about the parent-child relationship. What we've noticed is that there's often some confusion, and we like to make sure our audience is really on the same page. In our experience, parents have many questions and oftentimes asking, what are we really trying to tell them? Are we trying to tell them to be their child's best friend, to never say no to your child? That's definitely not what we're talking about, nor is it what we're trying to promote here. Yeah. In fact, regardless of who your relationship is with, like in this podcast, we're talking about parent-child, but it could be spouse. It could be best friends. In any relationship, healthy relationships are not about always giving in. It's not about letting others walk all over you. That's not healthy. Now, on the flip side... Healthy relationships do not include one of you being a dictator or always harping on the other person for what they do wrong. If you think about those relationships that you treasure in your life, you probably enjoy those where you and the other person are authentic with each other, where you feel accepted and understood, and you both take responsibility and are accountable, and you can set healthy boundaries and follow through with those boundaries. So when we're talking about the parent-child relationship, that's what we're talking about, like a healthy relationship, which would be healthy with anybody in your life. Right, right. So when we say parent-child relationship, whether it's in this episode or in the future, that's what we're really referring to. And throughout this podcast series, we're going to dive into a lot more about how to have a healthy relationship with your child that encourages and promotes growth. But for this episode, we wanted to explore the one thing that will torpedo your relationship almost every single time. And that is reacting during those really stressful situations. Ah, uh, yes. My arch nemesis <laughs> reacting. I'm very guilty of reacting instead of responding. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because you're human, we're human, and humans react. Yeah. So it's important to understand the difference between reacting versus responding. Care to share a little bit more about that, Jonathan? Yeah. There's, there's an analogy that I really like from a therapist named Gary Landreth, where he compares reacting and responding to a thermometer and a thermostat. So if you think about a thermometer, it has no control over itself. It just reacts to whatever is going on around it. When it's hot, it goes up. When it's cold, it goes down. No control. But a thermostat has control over itself. And when the environment isn't ideal, it kicks off a process that changes the environment around it. So as parents, we can either be out of control thermometers that just react to situations around us, or we can be thermostats that have control over ourselves and how we respond to those situations so that we have an impact, we can affect what's going on around us. Yeah, I love that analogy. And 
It sounds simple, but in reality, it's really difficult to do because there's so many influencers that can affect how we feel at any given time. And instead of being thoughtful in our responses, we tend to just react and go into our default, like natural parenting style. Yeah, I like how you said that. We there are these triggering things, these these the, the things that go on mm-hmm. in life where we just drop down to our default parenting styles. And yeah. you know, uh, I want to break that down just a little bit more. So, Joanna, what do you mean by parenting styles? Well, there so there's basically four parenting styles, and you might hear different names being used to describe them throughout the years, but. I find that parents usually get confused by some of the traditional naming conventions um, that have been used. So for right now, I'm going to describe them as the neglectful parent, the drill sergeant parent, the chill parent, and the balanced parent. Okay. So we've got four styles. We've got neglectful, drill sergeant, chill, and balanced. So what do those mean? Yeah. So neglectful parent, neglectful um, is really the parent who just doesn't care. They've essentially given up and have no interest in their child. If they do express interest, it's probably either a negative interaction or almost like not really fully present, like telling them that they're a disappointment um, or they don't have time for them. And I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, um, I think we're going to agree that you probably don't fall into this neglectful parenting category. Yeah. A lot of the parents that I work with and that I interact with, they fall into one of the other two categories, the drill sergeant parent or the mm-hmm. chill parent. Yeah. Yeah. So the drill sergeant parent. Um, That name sounds kind of harsh, but it definitely makes it clear of what the style looks like. So we're kind of trying to give you like an image, a visual, right? It's kind of based off that dad character from the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours. Do you remember? Have you seen that movie, Jonathan? Yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid (laughs) plays the dad who's like in the Coast Guard or something and runs his house like a ship. Yes. Got like a little whistle, like everyone's (laughs) got to get up and make their bed the right way and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So you'll hear the drill sergeant parent describe it as being like my way or the highway or saying things like, I don't care how you feel about cleaning room, you're going to clean it anyway. Um, because I said so don't cry about it. It doesn't matter why I'm asking you to do this. Um, you need to do it because I said so. Um, yeah, so drill sergeant parents are, it seems like the they're, they're, they're concerns more about losing control, or losing that respect, you know, if there's a lack of respect, that's definitely uh, a, a frustrating thing. And that seems to be more the focus over what their child is feeling in that moment. And so, you know, this style doesn't really allow for a lot of self-expression. It's it's more about you need to be compliant with what I'm telling you to do. There are kind of two underlying factors, right? One is that typically they don't really believe that their child is capable unless they step in and always tell them what to do, um, instructing them, right? And two, Maybe they don't believe their kid can control themselves, right? Um, Almost going into this preventing and not being able to trust your child. And the thing that kind of drives a drill sergeant parent typically is that they're really, like you said, is they're afraid of losing control or maybe being embarrassed by their child. And that is an overwhelming amount of responsibility. Yeah, to feel like you always have to control what your kid does, that's that's Mm -hmm. a lot. So, okay, so that's um, drill sergeant parent. Now tell Mm -hmm. us about the chill parent. Okay, so moving to the chill parent, name inspired, of course, by the mom from the movie, Yours, Mine, and Ours, right? So we have a drill sergeant. Yeah, her kid's going to like throw watermelons down the stairs, and she's Mm -hmm. like, awesome, hey, way to express yourself, anything goes, paint the house, whatever, it's all good. Yeah, so falls completely on the other side of the spectrum, right? Um, These parents can be very nurturing on one hand, and on the other hand, they don't really demand anything of their child. 
um, or from them. So if the child is angry about cleaning their own room, a chill parent or permissive parent won't really make them do it. If a child maybe may complain about doing their homework, the permissive parent or the chill parent won't make them do it. A chill parent's greatest fear is typically that they will hurt or maybe even damage their child. And they don't believe that their child can handle negative feelings or difficult situations. So oftentimes they're coming in to save their child. Yeah. I'm hearing kind of two things. So number one goals make their child happy because they don't really believe their child can cope with being upset or some of those really strong negative feelings. And the second thing is that they want their child to like them. That, that comes up a lot. Right. And as you mentioned in our first episode, that's a huge burden to always make your kids happy or always making them like you. That's a lot. Yeah. Yes, it is. And as you just pointed out, so I, self-disclosure, I naturally fall into the chill parent category. Um, that That's where I go when I, f- I feel a stressor or something like that. So Joanna, which category do you naturally fall into? Ah, oh, you're going to call me out, huh? Yeah, so everyone's my, getting my out. default, <laughs> we, like you said, we all fall into one of these categories. So my default style, um, parenting style typically falls into the drill sergeant. I'm definitely afraid of losing control. Okay. So we've got neglectful, drill sergeant parent, chill style. Now tell us about the balanced parent. Yeah. Well, as the name indicates, right, it's a nice balance of the strengths of the other three styles because of all those parenting styles, they all have some strengths and weaknesses, right? Yeah. Like whenever we talk about this, someone will be like, oh, my my husband is this type and I'm this type and my dad was that type and my mom was that type. And like, we always like to focus on the negative stuff, but all the styles have good things about them. And so like there, there's some benefit to letting your kids be kids and ignoring some of the stuff they do. So that might be a strength from the neglectful parenting style, like letting some things slide that are not that important. And for the drill sergeant style, there's good to demanding your kids do things like clean their room and brush their teeth and take baths and practice an instrument and get off of their screens. Like you need to be demanding or else kids are going to sit around. Well, not all kids, but you know, they may not push themselves. And for the chill parent, there's some good to being in tune with how they're feeling and, and being nurturing. So the balanced parent incorporates those strengths of all the other styles into a nice blend. And that's really the ideal approach. A balanced parenting style is sort of the foundation to creating a healthy relationship with your child. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's go back to this idea of reacting versus responding, as you had mentioned earlier, Jonathan, for yeah. the purpose of this episode, right? We want to highlight that for whatever reason, we typically have a default parenting style that is aligned with either neglectful, drill sergeant, or chill, right? Now, on good days and throughout that day, we might be one of the perfectly balanced parent, but when we have a stressor or some kind of influencer that hits us, or maybe one of those chaotic storms and those moments, we tend to drop down to our default style. And when we do that, we're often reacting instead of responding. Unless, of course, your default style is perfectly balanced, in which case you probably got everything under control and you can just turn the podcast off because I don't know that we can really help you that much. (laughs) Right. And if your approach in every situation is perfectly balanced, then you've got this down. But we usually work with parents who fall into the other three, right? Neglectful, Joel Sargent, and chill. Yeah. So when I experience a stressor, some conflict with my kids, if I'm, I'm getting a little pushback from them or something like that, I am reacting by going to my default, which is just giving in. 
right? So if I feel yeah. some resistance, I'm telling my kids, I right, go to bed and they're just crying and screaming and stuff. I'm going to go to that chill parent and be like, hey, if you want to stay up another hour, that's fine. I get it. That's fine. Right? So that's me reacting. Exactly. And when we think of reacting, we sometimes picture like in our heads, right? This like nuclear meltdown from a parent. Right. And that might right. be true. But for others, reacting might be just giving in. Yeah, that's or what I do. walking away, right? Because you really don't want to deal with it. You know, and I've had some of those days too. You're just exhausted and you're mentally burnt out and you're just, you're done, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or right, you may go into drill sergeant or doubling down and becoming even more controlling for fear of losing control. Yeah. So, you know, we, we will naturally go to these default um, styles, which isn't going to help our relationship. Uh, it's not going to help create a healthy relationship. But if we can catch ourselves, we don't have to be the thermometer that just reacts. Instead, we can be more like that thermostat. We can respond and handle the chaotic situation in a more productive way, in a healthier way. Mm -hmm. So, Joanna, listeners are probably thinking, okay, I'm the drill sergeant or I'm the chill parent and, and you've told me about a lot, you know, how I react and how I shouldn't be so reactive. So how should I respond? <laughs> well, that's kind of a loaded question, right? Because each, each situation is a little different and we'll get into all that later and give you a little bit of role plays and, and some examples throughout the podcast series. But for right now, here's what I'd like for you to do. The next time you're in a chaotic situation, instead of reacting by either immediately giving in or immediately immediately throwing down the hammer or doubling down, respond by simply connecting. And really one of the simplest ways to, to connect with your child, maybe during a chaotic moment, is to really reflect back and really trying to think about what they're feeling and maybe what they're thinking. Yeah, so let's, let's just go through a, a quick example. So I know a mom who was taking their four-year-old to pre-K. And usually the dad takes this child. So when mom was getting the child ready to go, this child started flipping out. It's like, no, I want daddy to take me to school. I want daddy to take me. So if mom's default parenting style is chill, then mom is scared that she's gonna hurt her child. And maybe she's gonna react by giving in to the request and saying, hey, dad, you gotta take him to school. He's getting really angry and you know he wants you. Or Maybe she'll say, well, okay, you don't have to go to school today, honey, since daddy can't take you and I have to, we'll, we'll just stay home, have a, a mommy, whatever, you know, uh, date. Or maybe try to sweeten the deal, like I'll give you a bunch of M&Ms or whatever, you know, promising candy if they comply. Now, if the mom's default parenting style is neglectful, then maybe mom's annoyed and she's, you know, oh, you're wasting my time. And maybe she's just going to react by giving up, saying, whatever, I don't care if you go to school or not. Or maybe take a different route, start insulting the child, saying, oh, you're such a pain in the butt. Maybe something like that. Um, or if the mom's default parenting style is drill sergeant, then mom might be getting scared about losing control of the situation or maybe looking foolish or losing respect, right, by being late and not being on time. So she might react by doubling down and yelling something like, well, I don't care that you want daddy to drive you to school. I'm taking you and that's that. Now get in the car. Yeah. So that's really how each parenting style, kind of an example of how each parenting style might react. So how can they work on responding? So, and this is what the mom actually did, which was great, mm -hmm. right? She connected with her child by reflecting back his thoughts and his emotions. So he said, no, I want daddy to take me to school. I want daddy. She said, you're sad that daddy isn't taking you. I know you want daddy. You think he's the best at taking you to school. 
I know that you love it when daddy takes you to school because he plays fun songs in the car and he knows how to help you answer the question when you go into class. And when she connected and she reflected what he was thinking and what he was feeling, well, he felt understood. He felt heard. And he started calming down. Now, he was still sad, but he calmed down enough to get buckled up. And then this mom continued to connect with him in the car. She played some funny songs so they could laugh together, and she drove him to pre-K. So she didn't back down, right? We're not saying that in a healthy relationship, you need to back down every time. And we're not saying that um, you know when you're responding, it still might mean that you continue to push forward with what needs to have what needs to happen, right? So this child needed to go to school. So it's not that you're going to back down. It's just you acknowledge and you validate your child's feelings. And you, and you communicate that, that you understand what's going on. And it's this nice balance of being chill and caring about how the child felt while also being a little bit of a drill sergeant, right? And still making them go in the car. And even a little bit of the neglectful style, right? They didn't care. She didn't care that they listened to a fart song on the way to school so they could connect and laugh a little bit together, right? It's okay that there's a fart song. It's not the best, you know, but hey, it's, it's, it's going to make them laugh and we'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and, and I like what you said there is just acknowledging and validating their feelings because validating their feelings does not mean approval, right? You're just allowing them, you're helping them feel understood. You're communicating that I'm here, I hear you and understand. And responding is connecting. So reflecting back what's going on in the child's mind and in their heart. And while they may not solve all the problems, it's a starting point for getting through those chaotic moments because really it not only helps your child regulate, but it gives you, the parent, the time to pause and regain composure. Right. There's there's lots of other skills that parents can develop for dealing with boundaries and self-esteem and things like that. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But at the foundation of all the skills that therapists use that apply to parenting, it's this connecting, it's this reflecting back and acknowledging and validating. And it starts really, you know, if we want to be able to respond, it's understanding, okay, where's my default style? What's going on right now? And how can I check myself before I just dip down and start demanding or just give in and give up? Absolutely. So the next time you're in a situation where you maybe find your child being a little defiant or melting down or just any kind of conflict or stressful situation, really, or maybe if your child's feeling really sad or scared, or it's just feeling really hectic, stop yourself first by pausing from reacting and instead respond by connecting with them and reflecting back with what's going on in their head and in their heart. Thank you for joining. We hope you learned something that you can use immediately after you finish listening and that you'll join us next time on Parenting Through Chaos.